What's up, you guys? Scott here. So in today's video, I want to talk about all the coaching, hypnotherapy, NLP, RTT, healing niches, consulting niches that are guaranteed to keep you broke. Now, regardless of what you do, how you do things, the type of clients you're trying to attract, or even your entire business model, knowing that a profitable niche is where you need to start will become the catalyst to you being successful as a business owner. But unfortunately, the whole niche process, how to find the niche, following your passion, making money as a therapist or a coach seems to fill people with a lot of confusion. So what I want to do in this video is break down some simple elements to know whether your niches that you're going for, or even the niche itself is going to be profitable either today, tomorrow, or even long-term, or is it a niche that is an absolute dead end that is going to keep you broke, regardless of how passionate you are about this niche. Hopefully this video will fill in all the blanks for you. So like always, I hope you enjoy the video, but before we get into the content, make sure you like this video, leave me some comments below of what you enjoyed most about this video. This really helps with the YouTube algorithm, but also lets me know what you guys want to see and making sure that you get the points I'm trying to make on this video as well. I'll leave a couple of resources in the description as well for other videos that I've created that dive deeper into these strategies, but I've talked enough guys. Let's dive in to the content itself and let me show you what niches are always going to keep you broke, regardless whether you're a therapist or a coach. Let's go. So guys, let me break this down. Now, this happens, this niche process I'm going to talk about happens regardless whether you're a hypnotherapist you're a coach or an NLP, RTT, a healer, a consultant, any sort of business owner, this is the niche thinking that you need to have. So drop all the old associations of it's all about passion that'll lead to a profitable niche. Let me run you through exactly what's going to happen. So here we go. So niches are going to keep you broke. So the first one I want to point out is this whole client avatar process. So I remember doing this avatar process all the way back when I did my very first business course, which was basically the whole course. It's like, let's do the client avatar process. Once you really understand crystal clear who this client is, you can go out and attract them to your business. So what did they ask me to do? Just like you guys, probably bring through this exercise yourself. They ask you to imagine the perfect person. Who are they? What do they do? What is their job or their title or their profession? How much money do they earn? Whereabouts are they? What's their pain? What's their problem? What's their solution? All of these sorts of things. And while it's a very fun exercise, what's one big problem with this exercise? It's all guessing, guys. Now, the avatar that I created for my perfect client sounded like this. Well, he's a multi-billionaire. He has a company that has 100,000 employees who all smoke, who are all willing to pay me $1,500 on the spot. This is the perfect person I'm looking for. So I went through the exercise, wrote this person down. Imagine who this would be. Crystal clear who this guy would be or who this person would be. Then I went out into the industry. Couldn't find it. I didn't know where he was. I don't even know if this person existed. But as long as I was crystal clear in here... I was told that's all that mattered. So the first thing you want to think about when doing this client avatar process is guys, stop guessing. And this is regardless of the niche we're going to be taking you through guys, all this process. There's a lot of guessing that happens with therapists and coaches and guessing leads to a lot of problems. Guessing leads to the wrong niche. Guessing leads to the wrong problem that this niche might have. Guessing leads to the wrong price and now you can't earn enough money to run your business. Guessing leads all the way down into the marketing, the infrastructure, the system, the process. And at the end of all of that guessing what happens, you're broke. So the first thing you want to avoid to uh, avoid these broken niches, niches that'll keep you broke is to stop guessing, stop making this person up. Next is trying to look for a niche that suits hypnotherapy, coaching, NLP, RTT, or healing. 
realize this, and I've said this on many videos before, I probably sound like a broken record, you're probably sick of me hearing, say, hearing me say it rather, but it is so important. Clients are not educated the way that we are. They're not looking up hypnotherapy. They're not researching coaching or NLP. If they were, it's probably because they want to become a therapist themselves. Clients haven't made the connection between hypnotherapy, which is you know how you're going to do things, the problem they have, and the result they're looking for. So if all your marketing is done, the niching that you've chosen and everything down the line in your entire system is based around trying to market the service, this is another reason why you'll stay broke as a therapist or a coach or a healer. Clients aren't looking for a hypnotherapist or coaches. They're not buying hypnotherapy or coaching. So there's no point marketing it. Clients buy results. So trying to use the how I do things or the therapy that I'm trying to use and saying my niche is, well, my niche is hypnotherapy. My niche is coaching. No, this is not a niche. A niche is always a real problem, not a guest problem, a real problem where you can solve a real pain with a real solution with real people. The how you do it is irrelevant. The next one I want to talk about, and this is very common as well, what I call vague niches. Hopefully you're staying along with me now, guys. Vague niches. So I hear this all the time. Why well, there's nothing wrong with this. You have to prove that these things really exist. You want to confirm everything I'm talking about today with real people. So I see a lot of therapists and coaches get really, really psyched up. We go through all the training. We go through our own breakthrough. We have an awesome time being trained as a therapist or a coach. And we start using words that we've been introduced to during our certifications. Essentially, we go from talking like, let's say, a regular human being, someone who's not a therapist or a coach, to now we're always talking like a therapist or a coach. And here's one quick way to uh, have your message or your niche or even your entire business fall on deaf ears. So trying to create a niche around move into your power, get more out of life, make a bigger impact. What the hell do these things mean? Sure, they mean a lot to you as a therapist or a coach, but if you're trying to work with the general public, they don't speak like this. They don't think like this. Let's imagine this. We've got a lady sitting up at nighttime in bed. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. She's anxious. She's scared. She's frustrated with life. Do you think she's saying to herself, wow, I really need to move into my own power? No, she's not thinking that. She's looking at her deadbeat husband, so to speak, laying next to her and thinking, I need to get out of this relationship because I'm sick of being abused. She's not thinking about stepping to my power. She's not thinking about getting more out of life. She's not thinking about making a bigger impact. These are the things that coaches and therapists think about. And if all you do is start to niche to this and market to this, the niche in the marketing really remains the same. If you're trying to niche into this, all you're going to do is attract other therapists and other coaches who are trained like you and are not your clients. So you've got to be very, very careful about being vague in your messages, vague in your niche, vague in your marketing. What I tell everybody to do, take the coaching language out, take the fluffy high five language out because the general public don't understand it. All it takes is them to look at your niche, to look at your marketing, to look at all these things and go, well, you're talking about moving into your power. And by all means, you might be meaning overcome anxiety or stress. You might be meaning this, but you framed it as moving to your own power. Now the client looks at this and thinks, well, that's not me. I've got anxiety. You're talking about moving into my own power. I guess this is not for me. I need to go find a therapist or a coach who deals with anxiety. So again, you've lost that client. So a made up person you want to avoid. Hypnotherapy and coaching is not your niche. You also want to um, steer away from vague niches. Keep things crystal clear. An example of my entire company, my entire business as a therapist was, I help lawyers quit smoking on their lunch break without dealing with any side effects or something along those lines. Simple, straight to the point, obvious, no coaching language, no therapy language, no confusion, and it got the clients I was looking for. 
However, I used to do the whole thing, step into your power to get more out of life, make a big impact. I used to say all of those things. And I wonder why I wasn't getting any clients. It's because I'm not speaking the language of my market. The next big one and the most common is what I call a red ocean niche. Now, if you're unsure what I mean by red ocean or even a blue ocean niche, I'll leave an extensive video down below. It's all about red ocean and blue ocean niching. It's really an extension and goes beyond the content I'm talking about this. In this video, it's an extension to this one. Highly recommend you check that out. I'll leave that below. But a red ocean is basically this, a common, very, 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 very common niche that everybody follows. So a therapist or a coach might get qualified. They look at another coach who seems to be doing okay. They just follow what they do. It's like monkey see, monkey do attitude. Now, here's the funny thing. Just because that coach is successful in that niche doesn't mean the next person is going to be. But if all we do is follow Red Ocean, let's say we all become stop smoking therapists. Could you imagine the entire industry if every therapist and every coach was a stop smoking therapist and that's all they would do? the industry would be impossible to make money from. Thank God we have some versatility inside the niches and inside the whole industry where people want to do their own thing. But if everyone follows what everybody else is doing, all you're doing is creating competition. An example of this, and I've talked about this before, I saw a Facebook ad of a therapist selling 12 hypnotherapy sessions, one hour per hypnotherapy session. So 12 hours total, $27. Now, please comment below how you would be able to compete with that. Would you be able to compete with that business model? The only thing you'd be able to do is either offer more sessions for $27, and now you're working longer, or you'd have to charge $26, $25, $24. Hopefully you see my point there. Competition is not healthy in business. And you might say, well, Scott, I don't have competition. I do my own thing. That's naive. Everybody has competition. I have competition. Tony Robbins has competition. Everybody across the entire planet has competition if you're running a business owner. If you're running a business, sorry, and you're a business owner, it's important to know what this competition is doing. You don't want to, you know, disclude that as part of your strategy. But my point here is don't follow what everybody else is doing. Do your thorough research to find out where the blue ocean niches are. Red ocean is competition. Blue ocean allows you as many clients as you like where there's no competition or very limited competition, which means that you're going to succeed almost immediately. And I'll leave that video below. The next one really ties into the second point. I'll talk more about this, the process. So you might have fancy names like timeline therapy, past life regression, coaching breakthrough. But if this is your niche and this is what you're going for, I'm here to tell you again, this is not a niche. The process, timeline therapy, who's the only one that understands the word timeline therapy? You and every other therapist and coach. Past life regression. How on earth would a general public client know what a past life regression is? And a past life regression is the thing. It's how you do it. So it's going to be very, very hard to solve a very specific problem at a higher price because if you're doing past life regression and other people are doing past life regression, again, it leads your clients to shop around for the cheapest option. Past life regression is not a niche. Breakthrough coaching is not a niche. Timeline therapy is not a niche. And realize when you use this language, who's the only type of people you're going to attract? Other therapists and other coaches who won't, won't want to buy from you because they're trained the same way as you are. They don't need your help. So start thinking about the language of your market. The next big one, and I know this annoys a lot of people, but this is just based on my observation. And it's been proven time and time again, not even just by me. A lot of great business owners talk about this as well. Passion. Your passion can blind us a lot of the times, guys. So we go into a business, we learn therapy and coaching, which is fantastic, but we go into the niche in the marketing following our passion. And we're always talking about us, our passion, our story, what we love. 
So we learn this thing of how to solve the problem and the passion that we have, you know, amalgamate this into some sort of business model. Then we go out into the world and we expect other people to be as passionate about this thing as we are. So just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean other people are. It doesn't mean it's going to be a business owner. I would say there's more people um, in, let, in, in, there's more people having to let go in therapist and coaching world, let go of the passion because it's proven not to be profitable just because you're passionate about this thing. And it could be a tremendous thing that could change the entire world. But just because you fall in love with it doesn't mean other people have. I mean, you can look in your general uh, day-to-day life. You might like foods other people don't like. You like watching movies that other people don't like. Same thing here. Don't get blinded by your passion, guys. You have to prove whether or not your passion is going to be profitable. Here's the thing. If your passion happens to line up and be very, very, very profitable, sorry, so be it. That's fantastic. But don't spend all your time trying to align up your passion to be profitable. If the market doesn't want what you have, is not interested in the process that you're, uh, that you're giving, they're not interested in your business model, they definitely don't have the price uh, that you're offering. doesn't matter how passionate you are, how hard you try and push this thing. The market says no, you're not going to make money from it. And it's one of the hardest things for therapists and coaches to let go of. I mean, we have to remain extremely flexible as therapists and coaches to think on our feet when we're actually sitting in front of our client. That's important. But we remain so rigid from our passion. They say, well, Scott, I don't let go of my passion. I love this thing. I want this to work. I'm going to push it and push it and push it. And they're still saying the same thing six months later, although their bank balance is in a negative. And they're not willing to let go of this passion, even though the market has told them, we don't want what you have. And this aligns into the last point I want to make about niches that'll definitely keep you broke, or even thinking that'll keep you broke, your story. I'm interested in your story, guys, because I'm interested in uh, helping therapists and coaches build their business. That's what I love to do. And this happened to be a real market. And it happens that my passion lined up with this. Awesome. If it didn't, it wouldn't bother me either. As long as I'm, I'm giving my clients and my students uh, what they paid for, which is the result they're looking for. But your story, uh, clients have their own story. Trying to make a business model based around your story is almost like that passion project again. Clients are not you, nor do they have the same journey as you. And unfortunately, clients don't care as much about your story as you do, okay? Just like you guys don't care about my story. That's why I don't talk about it much because you're not interested in that. You're interested in watching these videos so I can give you strategies and techniques to get your clients and to you know build your business and make money. My story would have no impact on your success. So why would I bother talking about it? Now, occasionally I might drop little bits and pieces in there to try and show that I can relate to you guys, but it goes beyond just relating to your clients, guys. Drop your story, okay? Your story, I care about it because I want you to be successful, but your story might not be as big of an impact in other people's lives as it was for you. You're different than the next person. Clients, unfortunately, don't care about you. They don't care about your story. They don't care about your journey. They don't care about any of these things. Clients care about themselves. So when you can adopt this attitude to stop making up the person you want to work with and confirm that they're actually real, Stop talking about hypnotherapy, coaching, and NLP. Stop using vague niches and vague language. Get out of the red ocean niches. Get away from the process, talking about timeline therapy and past life regression. Realize that you may have to drop your passion in order to be successful. You can come back to your passion project later, of course, and realize your story doesn't have a bigger impact as you think. You've got to think about all the competition. How um, unrealistic could your story be? It's probably the same story as everybody else right now because eventually everyone's going to have the same sort of uh, journey at some point. But realize clients care about themselves. 
My lawyers didn't care about my background. They didn't care what therapy I used. They didn't care who I trained by. They didn't care about the language. They didn't care about any of that stuff. I thought they would. And that's what I used to try and sell them on. But I quickly realized, hey, they're not me. They don't care about the things I care about. All they wanted to know was, Scott, I'm about to pay you $1,500. Can you help me quit smoking? And all I can give you is my lunch break. Is this possible? They never asked me who I was trained by, the process that I used. They didn't care about who, uh, you know, anything really about my story and how I came to the niche of stop smoking. It wasn't my passion. They never, ever asked me this. And that really showed me what I'm talking about here is real. When it comes to finding a niche, guys, I'm going to end this video with this. I've told you what not to do. So what do you do? Get out of your head. Stop thinking. Stop imagining. Stop following your passion and journey and your story to an extent. Go talk to real people. If you want to work with mums, go speak to mums and find out what their main problems are. If you want to work with dads, do the same thing. You want to work with female business owners, go do the same thing. Male business owners, go do the same thing. Ex-military people, military wives, figure out who you want to work out, who you want to work, not work out, who you want to work with first. Ask them what their problems are, then see if you can help them with that problem, create a solution that solves that problem for them, put a $1,500 and beyond price tag on it and sell it back to them. This is one surefire way to find niches that are going to be profitable long-term for your business. So guys, I'll leave a couple of those resources below. Like I said, it's a very simple video. Get out of your head is the main point in this. Stop making things up and confirm whether your niche is going to be profitable or not before you put all your energy and work into trying to make something work that's not confirmed because I can tell you right now, you will not make money and you will stay broke. So like I said, guys, don't have to believe me. You don't have to listen to me. It's your business at the end of the day. But hopefully this was informative enough to change your associations around niching your entire coaching and therapy business. Guys, that's it from me for today. I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye for now.